Hello, I am James Dennis Stringer. The names of Michael Powell and Emmerich Pressburger are commonly associated with films like The Red Shoes, 49th Parallel, and I Know Where I Am Going. But even more commonly overlooked is this week's film, A Canterbury Tale. You'd be forgiven in thinking it a Chaucer adaptation, and to a modest degree it is, but set against the backdrop of the Second World War. The romantic notion of a pilgrimage to Canterbury Cathedral takes on a somewhat heavier meaning, and naturally, all parties concerned have a stake in this fight. That being said, this is a film that shows that life, love, and laughter must persist and live on, even in one of humanity's darkest hours. Powell and Pressburger knew this, as every English citizen did, and the script reflects that, showing England at her finest hour and the beauty of her countryside and locales, thereby exemplifying the old maxim of keep calm and carry on. If Hitler wanted to bring the free world to her knees and stop life as we knew it, this film proves he was failing long before the bunker. Sheila Sim, who would later originate Molly Ralston in the West End staple The Mousetrap, plays her character, Alison Smith, as a conduit for the English women of this time, given ample purpose to help the fight, and working such jobs as farm laboring to help win the war via the home front, and having suffered a dear loss of her own. Her co-star, Dennis Price, who would later make a name for himself in pitch-black comedies like Kind Hearts and Coronets, plays Sergeant Peter Gibbs, a Tommy who does the service gladly, but misses his pre-war studies of playing the pipe organ, also a conduit for those seeking the return of the old normal. By this time, America had finally joined the war, and the story greatly reflects this in the casting of an actual G.I., Sergeant John Sweet. Sweet was not an actor before the war, he was a schoolteacher in North Carolina, but the character he plays, Bob Johnson, is as authentic as he is, with the lovely twang in his voice giving him a kindly charm while never stooping to overdone caricature. It bears mentioning that his salary for this film was $2,000, a great sum considering the circumstances, but was unable to collect it according to U.S. Army law. So he donated it all to the NAACP. What a guy! If we have reason to fear for our safety in this world, or doubt our lives will ever improve, the pantheon of films made in and about the Second World War still persevere, reminding us that it has been worse, and if they got out of it, so can we. Ladies and gentlemen, A Canterbury Tale.